South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty, here we go. It is Super Bowl Day 2024 in your gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. And we are just cranking up early this morning. Behind me, the sports book is already half full. And we've got eight and a half hours until kickoff at 3.30 this afternoon Pacific time. But they're already starting to mill around and and uh, people are having breakfast out here. They're having their coffee, they're sharing ideas, and they are wearing their colors. Trust me, everybody in this book, for the lack of maybe a few people, are wearing uh, a lot of red out there. It's either the San Francisco red or the Kansas City Chiefs red, but uh, as you know, uh, big Super Bowl today, right down the street at Legion Stadium. But here in uh, the South Point, oh, this place is going to be rocking, that's for sure, because uh, here from the South Point Studios, by the way, here at the South Point uh, complex uh, hotel casino here in Las Vegas, right on the uh, Las Vegas Strip on the Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, all the showrooms, 
All the uh, big banquet rooms, everything is going to be open, free of charge. Come on down. Gates, uh, the I should say the <laughs> gates, the doors open at uh, at uh, at uh, ten thirty this morning, where you can get your seats to the big tables, the big uh, rooms, and all that. We'll uh, tell you a little bit later on about that, and where you can come uh, here a little bit later on. But uh, the place is going to be rocking, that's for sure. And of course, we'll sneak in a little bit of horse racing in there before the uh, big big game starts. That's for sure. Uh, tracks, a couple of tracks, about three tracks on our racing menu today. We'll have early post times to make sure they're done before the kickoff in the Super Bowl. And uh, we do have, of course, uh, wrapping up uh, what happened yesterday as far as our Super Bowl, the Kentucky Derby, and of course the Kentucky Oaks. Three preps yesterday with the leaderboard points that were handed out. At least two of those races were. Explain a little bit that later on, but. Uh, Today, we have uh, some great racing around before the main event, the Super Bowl. On the today's show, of course, we've got Jonathan Ardoon standing by. Jonathan had five handicapping sheets yesterday, and boy, he was good, Very, uh, especially on the show. He gave us uh, the winner of the Sam Davis and uh, another winner at uh, Tampa Bay as well. So Jonathan's uh, seeing the ball well, so to speak. Of course, uh, John Lindo, uh, Jerry Jackwich, and Rich Ang. With the final on the Super Bowl odds as they are at the moment, and certainly his finally his selection, his picking, and that vanilla, you know, bet I say who's going to win the game? That's what we want to know. And of course, uh, Jerry Jackowitz will be along with us as well. So, without any uh, further ado, let's take a look at some of the results from yesterday, and then we'll go to our first break and get Jonathan rocking and rolling with us uh, here as well. Uh, Tampa Bay Downs yesterday, of course, the big race was the Sam Davis uh, at a mile and one sixteenth. The winner there was no more time for trainer Jose D'Angelo and jockey uh, Paco Lopez. Uh, Paco Lopez guiding no more time to an on-the-pace win yesterday. Ten to one on the morning line. Jonathan's pick on the show, and they bet him down, and they bet they kept betting him right through the start of the race because. He was 10 to 1 when they broke out of the gate. He was 9 to 2. When he was alone uh, down the backstretch on the lead, he went down to uh, 3 to 1. No more time won the race and paid 860 for that win. At the start of the race, uh, number 8, Ever Do It, uh, lost its jockey, stumbled at the starting gate, but the rider was okay. Uh, Todd Pletcher was going for his seventh win in the uh, Sam Davis, but he didn't get it. His horse, a gate road, ran second. West Saratoga was third. West Saratoga, of course, was attending uh, the early pace with no more time. He held on to be third, no more time. Wins uh, the Sam Davis. He's got 20 Kentucky Derby leaderboard points with that win in the Sam Davis. Earlier on in the card, they held the Suncoast Stakes for three-year-old Phillies with 20 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard at stake. The winner there was Power Squeeze. Another win by Jonathan Hardoon, He liked power squeeze in the race. Remember, when we were going over those races yesterday, Jonathan said he did not like the heavy favorite in the race, and the heavy favorite did not respond as well. And power squeeze squeezed out the victory there in the Sun Coast. Uh, Danielle Centeno, the rider. Jorge Delgado, the trainer. And uh, power squeeze also paid $8 even for the win. 20 Kentucky Oaks points for that one. Second was... Uh, who could ask for more? And the uh, third horse was America's Value, or, or America's Vow, I should say. And that was the two big races with the uh, point getters yesterday. The other stakes wins on the card 
The winner of the minaret was Chai Town Lady, Tyler Gaffleon, and Wesley Ward, $8 even there. Set a new course record time, a new stakes record, I should say, stakes record for the minaret, 109.29 for the six furlongs. Big win there, that's for sure. The Pelican Stakes won by Sibelius. Uh, Junior Alvarado aboard for Jeremiah O'Dwyer, paying six eighty, and uh, and the uh, those were the other two stakes races on the card at Tampa Bay at Santa Anita, the uh, La Virgenas that was scheduled uh, a week ago but ran on Saturday yesterday because of the cancellation last Sunday. Las Virgenas was won by uh, the uh, Bob Baffert trainee Kinza. Now uh, Kinza went gate to wire, never uh, looked like a loser. Uh, Copion, the other big favorite, was tracking in second, but just couldn't make any impact. Uh, Kinza pays $4 even to win. Uh, Copion was second. She's, uh, at Tempest, uh, she's a Tempest to finish third in the race. That was Juan Hernandez's second win of the day there. 20 Kentucky Oaks points for the winner, but the winner was trained by Bob Baffert. So that goes back into the bank. And uh, other winners on the stakes races yesterday at San Anita. The Palace Verdes, won by Big City Lights, who just got up in the nick of time right at the end. Puts a nose on the wire to get the win there. And uh, the winner there, Big City Lights, Flavian and Proud for Dick Mandela, $2.80 for the filthy favorite. Uh, in the race, see through it, uh, finished second. And uh, finishing third in the race uh, was, I'm sorry, Hopkins finished second. See through it was third. Hopkins was second. Hopkins was the one that just got nailed. Set all the pace in the race. Just got nailed in the finish of the Palace Verdes. And then the San Marcos at a mile and a quarter on the turf course. The winner there was missed the cut. Joel Rosario squeezed through the rail in that race. And I'm telling you, that was a tight fit. But he got through. He was uh, stalking the leaders at the top of the stretch. Found the room on the rail. Got up to win. Missed the cut. Paid 440. John Sadler, the trainer there. Uh, finishing uh, second in the race was... Uh, um, ballad, I'm sorry, a second was, uh, Planetario, Planetario was second, I have my, uh, a note on here, Planetario finished second, there was a disqualification for third, uh, Baladero, uh, Baladera, Baladir, I should say, excuse me, Baladir finished third, but was disqualified for interference, they placed Irish Prophet in the third spot, disqualified Baladir to fourth, that yesterday at San Anita and those stakes races, and, uh, want to thank, uh, Jerry Jackowitz and John Lendo for their victory in the third race. They both picked El Rey Dorado that won in the third race for us. Jerry also had the exacta. That paid $7.90 for a buck. And by the way, John Lendo on his sheet yesterday, he suggested a pick four, late pick four. That thing also hit on his sheet yesterday. Golden Gate had a win in your end for the Preakness in the El Camino Real Derby. That winner there was endlessly, easily, endlessly just looped the field in one. Uh, Mike McCarthy, the trainer there, Umberto Rispoli went up north to ride that winner, paying three forty, outrunning Tapalo, uh, and a guy named Joe finished third in that race at Golden Gate. And finally, at Aqueduct yesterday, the Heavenly Prize winner there was Saddle Up Jesse, Manny Franco for Brittany Russell, paying four dollars and ten cents as the winner there, outrunning uh, uh, in, uh, Movie Moxie and Spiked finished third in that race at Aqueduct yesterday. And by the way, Jerry J's selection at Aqueduct finished second. He got the reverse play home there. That exacta paid fifteen forty. The trifecta also with his link-ups paid $26.50 for the reverse play 
at Aqueduct there. Finally, at Gulfstream Park, winner of the uh, Gulfstream Park Turf Sprint was uh, Coppola. Coppola for Dale Romans and Edgar Zayas paid $10.80, outrunning, uh, that's right, I should say Panther Island and Edmond, who finished third. Panther Island was second in that race. Okay, those are the results from yesterday. We got a lot to do today. Jonathan Hardoon standing by, and we're going to get started on this Super Bowl show. Don't go away. We'll be right back with your racing menu, and then Jonathan Hardoon. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. It is a beautiful day here in Las Vegas. Cold, but uh, beautiful here in Las Vegas. The temperature right now is 37 degrees outside. We're going to get up to 53, but the sun is going to be shining. It's going to be a perfect day here in Las Vegas. Uh, West Coast is clear as far as the weather is concerned. Most of the Midwest is, but you got a lot of action going on through Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, and right up to the mid-eastern part of the nation uh, so we might have some weather conditions at some of the tracks today. Remember, most of the tracks, practically all of them, will be done by uh, the cont- uh, by the time the Super Bowl uh, kicks off. That's for sure, a couple of early starts. And uh, we're going to get to our menu right now. One last uh, result from yesterday, the Ozark Stakes there at Oaklawn, won by Valentine Candy. What a hunch there, huh? Valentine Candy, Steve Asmussen, trained, ridden by Ricardo Santana, paying $5 even, winning the Ozark Stakes yesterday at Oaklawn Park. All right, now your racing menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers, and racetracks around the country, reminding you, as we always do, first post times are Pacific. So if you're listening here in the Pacific time zone, these will be your first post times. Otherwise, trust me, folks, you got to adjust to the Pacific time zone. Now, we know we're, we've got so many different platforms that we're on around the world here from the South Point Studios at YouTube where you can just hit uh, subscribe if you haven't already. You can see us and hear us. And, of course, here in Las Vegas, our anchor radio station simulcasting these shows is Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. Of course, our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global, your iPhone, your Android, with the KSHP app, and anywhere you get your podcasting. So simply put, there's a lot of people listening in other time zones adjust to the Pacific time zone so you don't miss anything. Like I'm his mom and dad. Okay, here we go. We begin with Aqueduct. Now, Aqueduct's going to start early. Aqueduct's first post time today is 8.50. 8.50 at Aqueduct, nine races. First post time again at the Big A is at uh, 8.50. 8.50 today. Gulfstream Park is next. Gulfstream Park has ten races. The feature is the ladies' turf sprint. Five furlongs on the turf for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up. A field of nine before scratches. The uh, 9 to 5 favorite there is Stone Silent with Junior Alvarado. Uh, Gulfstream Park's pick six jackpot carryover cash in the pot is 64496 
And the first post time at Gulfstream is at 9.10. Laurel Park is next. Laurel Park has 10 races. And Laurel has the first post time with a pick six jackpot carryover, $4,161. 9.25, first post at Laurel. Tampa Bay Downs is next. Tampa Bay Downs has nine races. Their first post time at Tampa Bay today. They set at 9.30, 9.30 at Tampa Bay. They got a super high five carryover there, $12,021. And their pick six jackpot carryover left over from the big day yesterday. How about $132,910? Tampa Bay, first post time, 9.30. Then we go to Oaklawn Park. First post for nine races at Oaklawn, 10.30. Santa Anita has an early start time. Santa Anita's first post time is 11 a.m. 11 a.m. this morning for the first post at Santa Anita. Feature race today is the Sweet Life Stakes at six and a half furlongs on the turf for three-year-old fillies. That'll be the seventh race on the card. 11 go to the post before any scratches. It's a wide-open event. The morning line favorite is seven to two, and that is Voodoo Magic with Joel Rosario aboard. Santa Anita's first post time early again is 11 a.m. Then we go to Golden Gate, Northern California. They have their first post time early as well. They have eight races today at Golden Gate. First post time, 11.15. 11.15 at Golden Gate. Pick six jackpot carryover there today, $69,100 at Golden Gate. Super high five carryover, 2,945. And then uh, Sunland Park will wrap it up. They have nine quarter horse races, and their first post time for their quarter horse races is set at 11.25, 11.25 at Sunland Park. Pick 5, regular Pick 5 carryover, $3,023 in the Pick 5 at Sunland Park. All right, that's it for this Super Bowl day. Everybody's going to wrap up early, and we're going to go right to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, big day yesterday with your handicapping, buddy. Yeah, we had a good day. Uh, you know, that's what we're here for, try to give out winners. Well, you, you were just right on the mark in both the Suncoast uh, race and the Sam Davis uh, both of those horses, uh, well, the Sam Davis horse got bet down big, but uh, actually the winner of the Suncoast was 5-2 to two on the morning line, so we got $8 there, and the favorite never fired. That was a Rapoli, another disappointing weekend for Rapoli. There was a minor show pool, actually, for people that were paying attention, uh, some big show prices in that race when uh, the big favorite ran off the board for Todd Pletcher. Yeah, that was Life Talk, by the way, and uh, I imagine they'll take a look under the hood on that one and find out what's going on. (laughs) Coming up next uh, week, next weekend, uh, at uh, the fairgrounds, got a big day of racing at the fairgrounds, a couple of more races with uh, uh, leaderboard points for both the Oaks and the Derby, and uh, the one uh, for the uh, Derby, obviously, is the Risen Star, and the uh, Risen Star, of course, uh, drew a field of... Well, so there's a full rack going in the Risen Star next week. And your man, uh, Mr. Cox, has a horse in the race. So there's Chad Brown, Kenny McPeak, all the usual suspects in that race. So it's going uh, to be a big racing card uh, next week at the fairgrounds. Uh, they've got quite a few uh, stakes races on tap there. They certainly do. And when you have these barns that have all these young horses, they have to you know, keep them separated from each other. So you look for races all over the country. And when you have a barn like Cox has with a bunch of them, you know, you got to try to keep them separated. And you, it's a strategy. Believe me, it's not so easy. You have horses running on top of each other. And, uh, again, you want to try to keep them separated. Yeah, no question about that. And, Jonathan, uh, your thoughts about what you saw yesterday in the Sam Davis. I know it wasn't the cream of the crop going there, but that horse uh, had a solid win, I thought. 
He did. The, the only question with him is going to be the distance. It looked like he doesn't want to really go much further than that. You know, there's an interesting story behind that horse. The owner of that horse uh, bought this horse for Jose D'Angelo. He paid $40,000 for the horse. He's an Iowa bred. And the same owner owns a horse that Baffert has that unfortunately won't be eligible for the Derby that he paid over a million dollars for. Huh. So you just never know in this game. They gave Jose the $40,000 horse. They gave Baffert the million-dollar horse. And uh, they have a shot to go to the Derby with this horse uh, that's an Iowa bred. Yeah, I would imagine the horse they paid a million dollars for old perform well uh, of and within himself. Down but, the road. Yeah, down the road. <laughs> but it ain't going to be for the Kentucky Derby, that's for sure. And, of course, uh, you know, at uh, Santa Anita, the Las Virginas won by uh, Baffert Trainee, which I thought was a solid win because uh, Dick Mandela's horse was very well meant in that race. But uh, he had no excuse. He really had no excuse, you know. And, again, but what, what do they get out of these five-horse races? You know, they're much better off when they run in the big fields. They get battle-tested because, come well, in Baffert's case, it doesn't matter. But come the first Saturday in May, you want to be battle-tested. You don't want to come out of four- and five-horse fields. And, you know, you're much better off coming out of a full field, 12 horses. You get banged around. You know what it's all about because you know that every derby, it's a run. It's a rough run race. Uh, no smooth sailing in the derby. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Kenza, though, a, a nice, solid win there. Uh, Juan Hernandez, I thought, uh, employed the right tax, uh, tactics with this Tact horse. Yeah, the tactics with this horse that he, um, you know, rushed out and got the lead and wanted to take advantage over uh, Copion early. And uh, knowing that Baffert puts good foundations in his horses, uh, knew that he was going to have a fight with her, you know, uh, when the ca time came when, when they drew alongside, but they never got there. I mean, it was just she was like tracking her all the way and couldn't pick up the length, the length and a half to get uh, uh, by, by they her side. Gone around three more, they could have gone around three more times. She was never going to get to that horse. Nope, uh, that's for sure. That was a solid win there. All right, we know there's some weather coming your way. Uh, right now it uh, looks like a little rain, but by the, uh, by the time next week comes, you're going to get some snow around there, isn't it? Yeah, up in Saratoga, they're expecting about seven inches on Thursday, but let's see what happens. New York, they change the terrain, so that's good. At least they'll get the races in. You know, if it's snow, they look to cancel, but uh, so far, it looks like it's just going to be rain. All right. Well, today at uh, Aqueduct, uh, there's nine races. they got a little bit of an early post time at 8.50 a.m. Pacific time this morning. Uh, no uh, stakes races on the card, but uh, I, I think a pretty competitive card of uh, good gambling. Well, I thought, it, uh, honestly, I thought it was kind of chalky. I, I did find a horse that I like in the ninth race that's somewhat of a price. It's the number two horse, out, Outer Waterberry. A three-year-old gelding from the David Donk Barn makes his first start as a three-year-old. This horse gets Lasix today for the first time. He's never run on a fast track. He finally is going to get a fast track today. Katie Davis aboard to ride. He's been a mile. He's listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. I like number two out of Waterbury to win today's ninth race out at Aqueduct. All right, that's your first pick, uh, Jonathan Hardoon's pick here, the ninth race at Aqueduct, number two out of Waterbury, 10 to 1 on the morning line with Katie Davis aboard, the two in the ninth race at Aqueduct, and again, the early post time there, as well as Santa Anita, which I will assume that will be your second pick. Yeah, we're going to look at race number five, six and a half furlongs on the turf, but it's not down the hill, it's on the flat. 
And we like the number seven horse in here, Captain Coochies. We gave this horse out last time when he was DQ'd, and everybody's still shaking their head about that DQ. Anyway, he's listed at four to one on the morning line. Kazuchi Kimura board to ride. Number seven, Captain Coochies graduates for the second time and wins today's fifth race out at San Anita. All right, he's going to get, get a legit uh, maiden breaker today, right? Well, he had a legit one last time, but yeah. they took it away. Well, they, then, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was legit, but they took it away anyhow. So he's going to get the uh, good housekeeping seal of approval victory today, you think. In the fifth race, the seven, Captain, Captain Coochies, Captain Coochies and uh, Kazuchi Kimura aboard there. Nice four to one on the morning line at Santa Anita. Now, you have, uh, I think, uh, four sheets today? Oakland, Aqueduct, uh, Santa Anita, and Gulfstream. All right. Well, we're going to be busy there trying to build up some uh, uh, Super Bowl betting Super Bowl. money. There right. you go. Well, you know, I'm going to ask every one of you horse handicappers to be a pigskin prognosticator. So what do you think? I'm, I would play under because the whole world says the game's going over and the whole world is never right. So <laughs> for that reason, I'll be the contrary and say under. Uh, under the total amount of points in the game. Of points. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, but you didn't give me a side. Uh, uh, 49, reluctantly, only because I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, so I have reasons to work. All right, <laughs> well, the there's a few people in the studio that are clapping with you, but I, mean, I, I think you guys are in the minority there, that's for sure. But thanks a lot, Jonathan. Enjoy the game. Enjoy a couple of days off, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Hopefully, you'll probably have a soapbox or two. I'm sure we will. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. Jonathan Ardoon coming to us from upstate New York. When we come back, we're going to go right down the street to Rich Ang for the Super Bowl. Final thoughts about the Super Bowl from Richie. He's been giving us uh, the latest on the odds, the latest on the props, the latest on uh, possibilities and players and all that. Now it's time for Richie to stand up and tell us, well, who do you like? We'll be right back. Don't go away. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially at Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
All righty, back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Super Bowl Sunday. And as you can see on the screen, if you're watching us on the YouTube streaming at South Point Studios, all the big game parties that are going to happen here at the South Point today in the Grand Ballroom, the Exhibit Hall, the Napa Room, and all the showrooms, as well as, of course, the sports book. And when the races are over in the race book, they'll turn that in to a big sports book screen as well with more seating, betting windows, self-betting kiosks available. Of course, the betting windows down here are available. Food and drink specials. They're not going to, you know, rip you off for food and drinks. You can have a good time eating, drinking, having a good time with your friends. Come on out. And all of these rooms, free, okay? You have free admission. You can park your car for free, walk in the door for free, get up there for free, sit down. And just enjoy it. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the Super Bowl with your friends, uh, maybe family or etc. buddies in here. And have a good time and root on the big screen TVs and just have a great time here at the South Point with the Super Bowl down the street. Free admission. And again, you must be 21. And the doors are going to open at 1030. Although there's a lot of people milling around right now. I got to tell you, behind us, it's, it's pretty darn full for this time of the morning. That's for sure. And we'll uh, about... Um, Eight hours away from the game. All right, time to go to uh, Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. And uh, I've been over at the South Point on Super Bowl Sunday, and usually they have ticket riders in every window on the sports side and even spill overflow into the race side because so many people are betting, but their customer service is second to none. Yeah, I mean, we got uh, like uh, eight and a half hours uh, when we go off the air. We have eight and a half hours before they kick off in the Super Bowl, and people are already starting to mill around. It's uh, it's just a great feeling. Finally, the anticipation, all that pent up. Now it's time to get it started, you know. And as the hours grow closer and closer, the money's going to be pouring in. As we speak, the numbers. Well, the numbers at the South Point, Ralph, I checked them while uh, you were talking with Jonathan at the South Point The 49ers are still a two-point favorite. 47 and a half is still the total. But I can tell you from some, you know, I have eight phone apps on my, uh, eight sports apps on my phone. There are some minus one and a halves can't, uh, with uh, San Francisco, meaning that uh, finally some of the books have tilted toward Kansas City. Yeah, and uh, they say at the at the moment, at least, and, you know, we know that uh, more than 50% of all the action is going to be coming in in the la- next uh, eight hours or so. But uh, they say that the amount of tickets, the volume of tickets is favoring Kansas City. But the volume, obviously, the amount of the money bet is still favoring San Francisco. But now the Kansas City money is starting to push to the middle of the table, isn't it? That is correct. And, uh, you know, there may be some course corrections still because, as you say, we have quite a few hours to kick off. You get some six and even seven figure bets on the 49ers. That'll move the line. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's where it is out there right now. Minus two and minus one and a half in some other books. Well, we know the proposition bets. They'll be milling over that and uh, taking a shot at some of the proposition bets. And there's an array of proposition bets out there. It's like uh, the War and Peace uh, volume of uh, of pages uh, for the uh, proposition bets. They've been becoming more popular every year, uh, you know, uh, and it's just uh, it's just like crazy now. It's it's uh, you know from the coin toss right up to the time uh, who gets the first ball, et cetera, 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 et cetera. You know, it's just really something else. But uh, the 
the prop bets that you were uh, zeroing in on and, and told us about on the show are the ones that you kind of think you might have a little bit of an edge in. Yeah, I've got four uh, what you call vanilla uh, prop bets in my pocket. I have Brock Purdy, 49ers quarterback, under 242 and a half yards. I have, uh, I, I have Isaiah Pacheco uh, for Kansas City running back, over 65 and a half yards. I have uh, the 49ers tight end, Greg Kittle, over three and a half receptions. And, uh, and then um, uh, I'm trying to remember what my fourth one is. Uh, but I have I have a fourth one. I'll probably remember by the end of the segment. Ralph. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Or you just reach in your pocket and uh, read the ticket. That's okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever uh, you know, you can get. That's for sure. But uh, I want to oh, remind. I remember. I remember, Ralph, It's uh, field goals over three and a half field goals in the game. Oh, okay. Combined. Team. Do you think this game? I mean, everybody uh, looks at this game as they they're expecting an exciting game, uh, you know, scoring up and down and and all that stuff because of the two uh, very um, high profile, high octane uh, offenses that will be on the field today. But uh, I know that when you get to the Super Bowl, sometimes these guys are tight. They do not want to be the player or the team that makes a mistake that loses the game, and so. Sometimes they're a little bit more conservative. How do you see this game playing out? Well, turnovers are always key in football, whether it's high school, college, or the National Football League. So you don't want to turn the ball over. I think both teams will protect the ball as best they can. Uh, as far as uh, strategy, I mean, Kansas City, I think their their hand has been played uh, during the playoffs uh, against Miami and against uh, Buffalo and against Baltimore. They need to run the football. They need to uh, uh, throw short with Patrick Mahomes because that's one way to hide, quite frankly, an average offensive line for Kansas City. So you, we've seen them drive the ball for six, eight minutes and uh, generate points at the end. So, uh, And the thing with uh, San Francisco, I think they will learn from the Detroit Lions blueprint um, and the fact that uh, – uh, you can run the football. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, I, was, I was thinking more of the uh, Baltimore, the, um, Baltimore Ravens and going back to the Buffalo uh, Bills. Mm -hmm. You can run the ball on Kansas City. Baltimore opted not to run the football, but I think Kyle Shanahan will run the football with uh, Christian McCaffrey. And, uh, you know, one angle is if you run the football and generate first downs, you keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. So I think there will be less possessions, which would lead itself possibly toward a lower score. Now, uh, I, you know, when I was looking at the game, I kind of thought, and naturally, I'm not, uh, I'm not as much of a deep handicapper as the sports guys here. The, these guys here on, on our shows are just great. But uh, I thought to myself, to keep it simple, you've got uh, Purdy that's going to manage. He'll, he'll manage the game okay. He's, he's, he's enough down the line where he's going to manage this game. And certainly Mahomes is Mahomes. He's, you know, the GOAT right now. Uh, but I think it's going to come down to the running backs, because you don't want to be in a third and eight situation, uh, third and ten situation. If your running backs can get you five yards on that first down and make it where you get a third and three or a third and two or at least a third and five, I think, like you said, in managing the game, I think it's going to be the running backs that make a difference in this game to keep these uh, teams you know, at, a, at, at bay uh, without having to make big, huge plays. I agree with that because they call that staying on schedule. If you can get third and short, uh, chances are you can convert the first down. And, in fact, uh, 
a, a term that one of the uh, people I listen to on the radio, he calls it Canadian football, meaning if you can get a first down in two plays, you're even better off not even having a third down because Canadian football is, is only three downs on offense. So, uh, yeah, you, you want to matriculate the ball. You don't want to get in third and eight, third and 10, third and 15, and that means penalties. That's another thing I, I, I'm glad I mentioned penalties because mm-hmm. in, typically in the Super Bowl, the officials swallow the whistle. There are many there are uh, there are very few penalties in the Super Bowl. Typically, they have to be the holding calls have to be really obvious, and uh, the pass interference have to be really obvious. But you will see less flags in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and especially towards the last two minutes, if it's a tight game, they don't want to be the deciding factor. They want the the deciding factor to be on the team, uh, uh, you know, on the uh, field with those teams. That's for sure. Well, Richie, time has run out. It's time for you to make a selection for the Super Bowl for our listeners. Well, I'm going to read off a few stats, and then uh, the culmination will be my pick. Uh, I've said during the week that Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog 13 times as a Chiefs quarterback, and his record is 11-1-1 straight up. Somebody uh, extended that further uh, with the Chiefs to the years that Alex Smith was quarterbacking the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and even when Alex Smith was an underdog nine times, he was six and three as the Chiefs quarterback. So that uh, really is a, a compliment to Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the Chiefs uh, coach, has uh, had 24 games where he's had two weeks uh, to prepare. His record is 20 and four straight up. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Just to be real quick, Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator for the uh, Chiefs, he's been in four Super Bowls. He's three and one, and I think the, his greatest accomplishment was he stopped Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the 16 and 0 New England Patriots when the Giants upset them. So there's a lot of data pointing toward Kansas City. Now that's going to be my pick, Ralph, is the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, you got it, my man. And I want to thank you for a great job covering the Super Bowl for us. Uh, on the racing side of it, but, you know, race fans are going to be Super Bowl fans for sure today. And, uh, Richie, even though your background with me has been in racing, uh, you have a love for uh, sports betting and certainly for football, and it showed in your reports uh, for the last two weeks. So we appreciate that. We appreciate your selections throughout the NFL season. You did a great job for us. But, uh, listen, we need to just pack up a little bit more of that uh, Super Bowl uh, betting money before it actually tips off. So give me a horse at Santa Anita. I'm going to give you probably the last uh, thoroughbred race before the kickoff of the Super Bowl. So it's Santa Anita race number nine. It's a mile on the grass. I like the number two horse, Cali Bay, three to one, uh, Flavion Pratt riding for Philip D'Amato. And uh, this is the kind of pocket trip that I love on a, a two turn in the grass. Uh, he draws the rail, even though the the two is not the, the one, the one is already scratched. Yeah. But uh Pratt should be able to sit what I call a, a pocket trip down on the rail, save ground, and then angle out for a racing room. So uh, let's go with number two, Cali Bay in the ninth. Number two, Cali Bay in the ninth and final, the last race before they kick it off. Take that win money and make a play, whatever you want, in the Super Bowl and have a, just a great day of racing and, and uh, football action, that's for sure. Thanks a lot, Rich. We will talk to you on Wednesday and either celebrate or commiserate. <laughs> Yeah, we'll review what happened on Sunday, win, lose, or draw. You got it, my man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, Richie did a great job, folks. Did a great job. All right, coming up next, John Lindo, and I'm going to ask him and Jerry who they like as well, so don't go away. We'll be right back on the Super Bowl Sunday Race Day Show. 
South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Okay, if you've been joining us on the South Point Studios feed on YouTube, you not only hear us, but see us, and the South Point Studios Network has got a couple of great shows in addition to uh, our coming on uh, in this uh, platform here at the South Point Studios, and they are all about betting and sports betting, and they are. Uh, the uh, Punchlines with Frank Nicotero is on five days a week, Monday through Friday from noon to one, but Frank will be roaming around today, uh, around town, and he'll be doing uh, special vignette coverage, guest coverage on this network leading up to the Super Bowl. You want to make sure you, you keep this on whatever, however you're watching us, whether it be on your computer or your TV. Keep it on because we will have uh, updates uh, from guys around, uh, not only around the building. I'll be uh, doing one or two, and certainly uh, Frank will. So Frank, uh, his normal shows, Punchlines, is on five days a week. From noon to one. Now, sports by the book, seven days a week. It's on Monday through Friday from three to four p.m. Pacific time. Saturdays and Sundays, eight thirty to ten a.m. Pacific time. But it's Super Bowl day, which means they're going to come on right after us at eight thirty. As soon as we wrap up, they'll be setting up in the studio. They'll be on at eight thirty, and they're going to go till ten thirty this morning. Two hours of this updates with the, the proposition bets, the odds, all of that. Right here. So if you're watching us and listening to us at the South Point Studio at YouTube, don't go away because we're going to give you a little bit of a flavor of not what is only going on in the minutes and hours leading up to the Super Bowl as far as the betting, etc., and parties, but also what's going on here at the South Point. Again, all of the big parties here. So don't forget that, okay? Those are great shows to be watching and listening to, that's for sure. Now we're going to go out to uh, John Lindo standing by in Southern California. John, good morning. Uh, we can let's punch up his uh, sound. It's on. I can't hear him. No. Anyhow, uh, I'm sorry, John. I can't hear you, well, but we'll work on that. Uh, but uh, as long as you can get out to uh, the listeners out there uh, again, good morning. All right, John, we're having uh, technical difficulties as far as the sound. Uh, you might want to try to re-up on, uh, on, on your thing right there. And uh, we will try to get back to John in just a minute or two. Uh, technical things do happen, and certainly <laughs> on this Super Bowl day, a lot of uh, media around town. Uh, I can tell you from the response of what's been going on on television, both cable TV, regular TV, our local TV, and, and certainly in the newspapers, etc., all the media that has uh, come upon Las Vegas in volume from around the world 
and uh, the ce- celebrities that are here is just amazing. Even for Las Vegas, it is just absolutely amazing. And uh, all of the uh, people that are running the show are doing a great job as far as that stuff's concerned. Uh, do we have uh, Do we have uh, John hooked up again? Nope, John is not with us. Sorry, John, we can't hear you. Uh, you might want to just uh, cut it, uh, just disconnect and try to reconnect again. Maybe that'll work. All right. In the meantime, uh, we're going to take. Uh, we're going to. Uh, I want to remind everybody that John Linda's Linda report today for Santa Anita uh, will be uh, available here in the South Point uh, race book as it is every day. It's here exclusively. This is the only place you can get John Lindo's Lenda Report in Las Vegas. It's right here at the South Point Racebook. It is free of charge and complimentary, like, like we told you. He uh, covers all of the races with selections. Then he gives us a uh, suggested late pick four at the tracks he's covering. And uh, on the weekends now with Santa Anita and Gulfstream running, he also gives us a coast-to-coast pick five suggestion. Now, yesterday, he had his suggestion for the late pick four at Santa Anita that hit on the sheet. So you got to, you know, he does a lot of stuff and all that good information at the bottom as well. <clears throat> now, I will give you the the update on as far as the uh, jockey trainer stand. Oh, here, I think I can hear John now. John, can I hear you? Can you hear me, Rob? I certainly can. Reconnect, reconnected on the Internet. Uh, and I'm sure he, he's going, you're going out. So good morning again on the Super Bowl morning. Yeah, I, I'm envious. You guys got to have a pretty fun day out there today. Uh, John, I was explaining to everybody your Linda report, obviously, and you've got one out there today for Santa Anita. But when Santa Anita only runs uh, three days a week, et cetera, you jump in and you do a uh, Gulfstream or another major track like uh, with the big races coming up. So you've got coverage most of the time, four to five days a week of your Linda report. Uh, today you have Santa Anita plus the Coast to Coast Pick 5. And yesterday we didn't get a chance to do the uh, jockey trainer standings. I know that uh, on your sheet yesterday you had Hernandez and uh, Pratt tied at 23, but they both won two races yesterday, so they're still tied. And, of course, uh, Antonio Fresu is in third with 20. Uh, how about the uh, trainers? You know, I don't have that in front of me, Ralph, but I, think, I wasn't prepared for that. That's okay. I got him. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark Glatt is leading with 14, uh, Phil D'Amato with 13, Doug O'Neill with 11, and... Uh, Bob Baffert uh, is uh, is uh, third with ten. He had nine going into yesterday. Of course, he had the win in the loss for Genesis, That's for sure. And this comes hard off of my lips. Usually, I, I hear you say it, but favorites are hitting at forty four percent. And I'm going to tell you, folks, after what happened yesterday at San Anita, it ain't going down. That's for sure, huh, John? No, Brad Free reported this morning that favorites in the graded stakes races at San Anita are now eleven for twenty one. Man. Well, and most of them are, are favorites that are trained by Bob Baffert. If it's not Baffert, it's Mandela, and if it's on the grass, it's Phil motto. It's pretty simple right now. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, John, from what you saw yesterday, either at Tampa Bay or at Santa Anita, thoughts? Uh, you know, I, I know the Tampa Bay race came up with a soft number. I think the buyer speed figure for the winner was 80, so that, that was kind of slow. And I thought the two Phillies in the, the Las Virginis at Santa Anita, both Kinza and Copian ran really well. I mean, they went fast early, and they kept going, and you just got to give Kinza credit. First time, two turns after one sprint prep, and she, she never got tired. So, uh, you know, we'll see how good she is. She's any kind of Philly right now. And I got to tell you, Juan Hernandez can, continues to display why he's at the top of the jockey standings. I thought the winning move was coming out of that gate and trying to get as much on uh, Copian as she, she could early. 
because you know you know about Bob Baffert horses. They got great foundations. So if you can get get the jump on a horse like that, you might be able to stay stave him off, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, that's for sure. The the Bob Baffert horses they're never they never need a race. They are fit because uh, they're working with horses that are as good or better as, as they're running against just within the own barn. So. Uh, you know, she made the lead, and, and she galloped out in her debut like she'd like two turns. But that foundation with only one sprint prep, that was the question mark. No question about that, John. Well, you do have a sheet today. Santa Anita has an early post time, 11 a.m. They want to wrap it up by the time they kick off of the Super Bowl. So uh, give us some Super Bowl betting money. Well, I, I have a problem here at the house because uh, as far as the Super Bowl goes, Ralph, my wife's walking around here with a 49ers hat. She's from the Bay Area. And I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan, so we're going to have to be careful about that one. But I, uh, I think you guys ought to uh, watch the games in separate rooms from one side of the house to the other. <laughs> and, and keep, no, that takes the fun out of it. And keep the dog in the middle, that's for sure. <laughs> Don't worry about it, John. My significant others got me betting $10 proposition bets until the cows come home today but over here <laughs> just to have something going. So uh, we'll just try to keep them happy, that's for sure. What do you got? A uh, nice win yesterday, by the way. Thank you very much. We'll go to the fourth race at Santa Anita today. In the fourth race, number five, Sakura Blossom has run better with every start. Uh, one awful layoff before. She comes off a layoff today, gets Lasix, gets Flavian Pratt, and the only start at Santa, Santa Anita on the dirt was a win. So a lot of her in her favor today, four to one on the program. Number five, Sakura Blossom, race number four, Santa Anita. All right, fourth race, the five is your uh, selection at San Anita. Uh, San Anita, fourth race, the five horse there. And as I said, nice work. I know that the late pick four didn't pay a lot at uh, San Anita, but you got to take what they give you, and you had it on your sheet, and your sheet is available for San Anita right here at the South Point Race Book right now, free of charge exclusively because they love horse players. All right, John, you told me you like Kansas City, uh, the better half of the entry like San Francisco. What do you think the point uh, What do you think is going to end up? Well, I put a prediction on my sheet. I made it Kansas City 27-24 to keep harmony in the house. The only wager I made was the first half line. I took Kansas City. Uh, San Francisco got off the slow starts against Green Bay and Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, first uh, Super Bowl for Brock, Brock Purdy. So I'm going to go with Mahomes for the first half plus one half. All right. All I got to say is good luck. And I don't mean just in the Super Bowl betting itself. <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. I'm covered if things go bad here. We're Uh, okay. All right. You got it, my man. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Good luck. All right. Now we go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. I know he's got his uh, Raiders hat on, but the Raiders are not uh, playing today, but they are playing the Super Bowl in the Raiders' house. Good morning, Jerry. That is true. I also have my New York Giants T-shirt on. Definitely. I don't want to. You got everything. Got it all covered, Jerry. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, very, want to congratulate like a blood relation then. Sorry, want to congratulate you. Want to congratulate you, obviously, on your uh, selections yesterday. Our handicappers did a great job yesterday. And again, uh, we emphasize that when you get when Jerry gives out a horse, get that reverse play because you want to be a little bit wrong and still cash, right, Jerry? Well, yeah, and that was our press. So yeah, yeah, we're right. talking about the, we're talking about cheeky Tico coming in second right. at seven or eight to one. And the, to the favorite and the horse that won the race, you did have a, a press on it, so it was a kind of a, yeah. a double whammy there. As far as- right, and, but also you should always kind of, if you have a price list, you should always press it with the favorite, even if you don't like it. Depends if you like it a little bit, like I did, you can press it more. But 
You've got to balance out your payout. That's very, very important. As you have been explaining to us on, on your several uh, handicapping tips uh, in uh, the last couple of weeks here on the show. All right, time to get started. Aqueduct and Santa Anita both have early post times to wrap up before the Super Bowl. What do you say at Aqueduct? Okay, just a quick note to anybody out there who has the power page. There was an error in the ninth race. I've sent out corrections. The corrections are in your inbox, so please go ahead and get the correction. It's okay. just in the ninth race. Don't worry about it. We're going to go to the ninth race for our play. That's right. not going to change what, whatsoever. All right. Number nine, St. Gordon's race once for uh, Chad Brown had a lot of trouble. Today he gets blinkers on. Um, there's, there's potential here for massive improvement. I, I don't really like betting one number of horses. I'm sort of breaking some of my rules here. So I want seven to two, three to one or seven to two or better. Uh-huh. I'll take the nine in race number nine, play the nine over the one, two, three, and 10. Two reverses, one, two, three, and 10 back over the nine. The nine, St. Gordon's. That's my feature play. If we get five to one, it's a pop out key. All right, you got it, Jerry. And the uh, ninth race, you like number nine, the nine over one, two, three, and 10 and reverse. We got a Sirocco play going on with Jonathan Ardoon. He liked the uh, two horse. And you've got that covered in your reverses as well. So you like the nine over one, two, and three, and ten, and reverse. Uh, Jonathan likes the two. So the Sirocco play there is the uh, box of the two, nine, nine, two. You like the nine in the ninth. And what about Santa Anita? Yeah, my press will be two, nine, nine, two. There you go. All right. Let's go to the fourth race. She's my niece. You got another Sirocco play. I'll give yeah. it to you. The two horse. The two horse in the fourth race. I love this horse today. I think. Eight to five is probably okay. Three to two. I'll take the two over the three, four, six. I'm adding in John's five. So the play is the two over the three, four, five, and six. Two reverses. Play the Sirocco play, two, five, five, two. All right. Now the two is She's My Niece. That's the name of the horse with uh, Juan Hernandez aboard. The two in the fourth race. Uh, and the link-ups, three, four, five, and six, and reverse. And, of course, John Leno came with the five a bit earlier. And so I got two Sirocco plays before the Super Bowl in the fourth race, the box of the two five, but you like the two oh, as, as the key horse. And of course you reverse, so uh, you'll have that covered as well. All right, Jerry, uh, you got uh, 15 seconds to give me your Super Bowl pick. KC, 21, uh, 24-17. All right. Kansas City is his play. Most of our uh, handicappers, horse handicappers, like Kansas City. I just want to see a great game. And we again invite you out to the South Point today and for all the Super Bowl parties that will be here. This network will be uh, cranking all day long with the updates and uh, uh, features from around the property and around town. And simply put, just everybody have a safe day out there and enjoy yourself. Be careful. And, uh, Jerry, you got the last word. I, yeah, I don't think Kelsey proposes. That's all I'm saying. All right. Hey. hey. Have a great race day, everybody. It's Ralph Serato at Race Day Las Vegas morning on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas. Online at KSHP.com.